us out there. My baby make green curry for dinner. Green curry for dinner. She dropping stuff. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> the brain remains arrested. So, welcome to another special episode of Hood Rap to Head Rap 2018. We in the building. We got the house mother, overall house mother of the fifth house. (laughs) (laughs) Dynasty. Our queer astrologer, who we love very much. Uh, Johnny. Johnny Nicholas Nicholas. in the building. So happy to be here. Verified that this is really you in case it's people don't verified. Care. It's the blue check. Verified. Yeah. It's a check. It's a blue check mark. Okay. Johnny, and people pronounce your name a million different ways. How do we need to be saying your name? Please tell the people. <laughs> so it's a it's like it's like Annie with a CH if you're gonna do the English version. And if you wanna do the Hebrew version, it's Connie. We had to go. Connie. Oh, Connie. Yeah. We have Connie Nicholas. We have Connie Nicholas. That's how I feel as well because you get the actual. It's kind of like honey. But yeah. It's honey. Oh, we got honey Nicholas. We got honey. I be wanting to call you all types of stuff because I use her. I'm a nickname person. Yeah. Yes. So I do a lot of, I give people nicknames endearingly. I've been wanting to call you Chonners. Chonners. Chonny Bo. Chonny Bo. So in Oakland, East Oakland, we had this thing where we give people the the suffix bow. Mm-hmm. Oh. Endearingly. So I'm Abby yeah. Bow. Yeah. I didn't know that. Uh, like, oh, my friend wife, Lily Bow. Uh, so you be Chani Bow. Uh, Chani Bow. Thank you. I love it. You don't Erica, ever call me weird. Erica Bow. Yeah. It would be like Ebo or something. Ebo. Like <laughs> Ricky Bow. Ricky Bow. Okay. Got it. A mess, Ebony. You are a mess. So, you know, with this episode, we're just going to be talking about. What everyone seems to be talking about, um, which is what they're going to do uh, <laughs> for the new year. I've, I've kind of garnered the reputation on Instagram as a trans guy because I predicted so many um, foreboding um, things in Erica's life. You so did. Many successful achievements. I called them yes. at the beginning of 2017. So everybody's been requesting yeah. the trans gods. <laughs> I love it. What do you have for us? my friends think that Eb is psychic. Eb is psychic. And I do think that you might have yeah. yeah. Okay, see, it's it's been I confirmed. do have a lot of deja vu and that's it's really crazy. I have a lot of deja vu moments where that shit really yeah. happened before. It happens to me often. And I think because really you two are so connected and because mm-hmm. Eb is like part of your like managing system and like you guys are such mm-hmm. an incredible team together and you're so you can mm-hmm. tell like the this your energetic support with with each other is so strong and it's so palpable that it I think don't you do that also for him Erica don't you also like feel into like what's going on for him yeah we call him out is that what you mean <laughs> Well, okay, but <laughs> I'd be fussing at him. Yes, yeah. yeah. We could definitely be holding each other to account, and I'm like, I see this happening. Yeah. And yeah. He had a pretty big talk last year that I don't think he thought was going to happen. It was going to go yeah, well, you be, but you I speak said, into my life. Yeah, yes. I was like, that's gonna, right. that's going to happen. It's going to pop. Right. And it did, and it right. opened a lot right. of opportunities for him as well. Yeah. So yeah. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Breast and you guys God. are both. You're breast both God. I'm the breast God. <laughs> 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 the two of you are also so in line with who you are and like your work in the world is so seamlessly part of your hearts and your minds and your spirits. So yes, thank you. it's like, it's, there's a pure that I don't want to say purity. I don't know if I love that word, no, but I know purity. There's a, yeah, but there's a, a resonance. Like it's a, it's a very um, clear resonance, I think in terms of how you both show up in the world and what you're doing. So feels like things can find you really quickly because you're clear about it and strong in your, in your like proclamations of what you're doing and who you are. And um, it's fierce. It's an incredible, it's incredible to watch both of you. I really Thank appreciate you. that. You're yeah. jumping ahead yeah. because one of our questions was to, you know, give us some advice about our relationship. That's <laughs> later on. <laughs> what do you 
Jesus is stars. Head rep to head rep. But it's not all about us. We have Chani Nicholas here. Yes. So we're going to get into all the annoying shit that people ask you about astrology. Because that's what we all want to talk about. That's what we all want to talk about. All the peripheral thoughts about astrology. That's what this episode yeah. is going to be. What is yeah. it? What, what it is isn't? It? What, what its merits are? Mm. Um, I also think people like to think astrology is simple or they want it to mm-hmm. be simplified mm-hmm. or distilled mm-hmm. in a way that's um, relatable to them. Um, mm-hmm. I think they call that confirmation bias. Right. According to what you would like it to turn out to be. Yeah. Um, that's right. Yeah. Can kind of be an aid for people in that. Um, yeah. Which I think is some shade. People throw a lot of shade yeah. to astrology. So comfort them, Johnny. Uh, what's astrology? <laughs> what is this? Um, we, we saw the New York Times article recently um, yeah. saying astrology is taking over the Internet. Um, uh-huh. And a lot of people didn't like it. But Johnny was featured in it a bit or mentioned in it. So talk to us a little bit about that. So astrology is a relationship between humans and the sky that they are able to see and witness and, and observe. And so for thousands of years in, in Mesopotamia, you know, what is now we call modern day Iraq, like folks just like recorded everything that they saw. And so they didn't know exactly what was going on, but they were trying to find um, information from, from what it is they were viewing. And at the same time, folks, in what we now call Egypt is like they were also doing the same thing because they had these giant swaths of sky Mm. um, and not a lot of clouds and not a lot of, you know, there wasn't a lot of obstruction from, from view. Right. And so, and so, you know, they were talking about a couple, not the only, but a couple of the birthplaces of a lot of what we, what, what becomes, you know, part of the huge, huge important parts of civilization. And so, Everything that we think about in terms of astronomy and science and medicine all came from these, uh, or not all, but for a lot of it comes from these places in the earth where, where folks are like able to kind of settle and observe things for a while and start to accumulate some knowledge. And so humans, I think, are, are always curious about about what me- the meaning of life is. And right. before we had technology or electricity, we had nature to be in some sort of like, you know, like we were looking to see like, is this talking to me? Is this speaking? Is this, right. is this trying to give me some kind of message? And if it is, what is it? And so for a long time, people are just um, recording things. And it's not just in those places in earth, uh, on the earth, of course, it's everywhere, right? right. And especially those places, again, that have have seasons that are m- more mild and, and more visibility in terms of like cloud coverage and stuff. Right. And so they're tracking all this info and they're, they're starting to record it. So it becomes part of like written history and they're trying to make meaning. And, and so over thousands of years, they discover that like, or not discover, but they see. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, they just had the sky. Yeah. Got it. No, they answer. start to track, they start to track and they're like, Oh, that red planet, which now we call Mars mm-hmm. is like, you know, it, it's, it's red so there's like a quality to it what what might that mean for us Mm -hmm. and what happens when it does certain things in the sky and and when eclipses happen you know what do we notice you know what's the correlation so they record all this stuff and then fast forward it, it it ends up merging with the egyptian way of understanding the sky and and then kind of almost almost overnight, like we're talking about a couple thousand years, and then within about 50 years, all of a sudden we have this system of, of astrology that gets, that becomes eventually what we're doing now. And so astrology is a, is a way of being in relationship, and it's a way of mm-hmm. being in communication with the natural world around us, uh, specifically with planets and light and seasonal kind of effects, right. and also just the way in which you know, humans, if you look back at like the earliest cave drawings that we know about, the, the ones that are in modern day France, the, the, the caves at Lesseau, mm-hmm. they, have, they have depictions of, of bulls, right? So that's like the symbol of fertility. And above the bull, 
in some of the paintings are these stars, which are the Pleiades. And the Pleiades are a group of fixed stars and that become in later associated with the constellation Taurus. And so there's like from, but like the dawn of our conscious awareness, mm -hmm. we're like, we're trying to like, we're trying to record things about like, this is what we saw this. And this, there was something that happened in that, in that witnessing of something. And it, right. it had enough meaning for humans to like, or uh, you know, for our paleolithic ancestors to be like trying to figure out how to draw it on a cave wall. And so mm -hmm. that's not something that they had a ton of time for. Um, it must have been a special ritual that they were engaging with and trying to express something about. Um, and so you can see this through all the cultures is that the heavens are always a part of how we made meaning and how we understood our place on the planet. And we're trying to see like, how is the divine or the creative force, how am I in relationship with that? Or am I out of sync with it? Or what's the meaning of, around it? Right. So astrology is just one of many tools. to Many, many, many. Yeah. Billions of tools. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. So that sounded hella scientific. It sounded <laughs> very complex. Um, and almost kind of like physics-ish. Yeah. Uh, you know. Well, it's where we, it's where it all comes from. So like the astronomers were the astrologers. They were the same thing. And, oh, and the doctors right. were the astrologers. It all comes from the same thing. So we're always looking at like, what's the quality of this object? Is it hot? Is it cool? Is it dry? Is it moist? Is it helpful? Is it poisonous? Is it? Yes. And so like the planets and the quality of light or the way in which they moved all had a kind of information. And so we would look to see what else was like that on earth and the, how they were connected. And so just like we, we look at certain, like, so diseases were looked at in correlation with, um, with the planets or, wow. or mm. as, certain aspects of like our physicality or like that, that was all in, that was all depicted through the same systems. They were all kind of joined together. So everything so had a quality. And if you had too much of something, you'd be out of balance. And that's when right. something could, you know, manifest in some certain way. And then you might want to balance it out with this other thing. Or So this sounds super clear. So how do we get from that no sort of understanding <laughs> to this is pseudoscience, this is junk science, this is Luddite mysticism, this right. is weird. Well, I think the... What happened is like a lot of that, old, those old ancient traditions were buried because what happens is, you know, so like the Hellenistic period comes through and colonizes all of these different countries and ways of being and systems of knowing. Yeah. And then, and then you, and then after what's his name dies, Alexander, um, then it all gets broken off into these like sub things. And then those places get colonized. And then there's just, there's this war and strife and humans doing their thing. And so the information gets traded around a little bit and broken up somewhat. And then the, the library at Alexandria burns to the ground. And so we, oh, lose, yes. we lose a tremendous amount of ancient knowledge that we've been accumulating for, again, like thousands of years. And then Christianity. Oh, yeah. And so when Christianity comes, all of that becomes evil. Mm -hmm. And so all right. of it has to go way underground. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, what, I've, what I learned, which was so fascinating to me when I first started studying the history of astrology, is that you know, a lot of the texts were written in Arabic and Hebrew and, of yeah. course, ancient Greek. But that, you know, it, you know, when I was a young person, and this was before the internet, <laughs> I was learning astrology, it, I just thought of, like, you know, white guys like Carl Jung and stuff, uh, like having a history that was very European. But when yes. you look into the history of astrology – it's all from, you know, North Africa, what we now call the Middle East, the way in which we, the roots of our systems are, and they're from, you know, peoples that spoke Arabic and Hebrew, like yeah. way, 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 way back. And so it's from all of these different, this incredibly rich mixture of cultures, and it's imbued in all of them. So also as a Jew, you know, you never hear about astrology in Jewish, mm. in Jewish religion mm. or community. But some of the most, some of like the really famous rabbis that 
other rabbis will quote were, were also astrologers, or at least you know one or two that I know of were. And so, and even the term Mazel Tov means under a good sign. Mazel <laughs> oh. So Mazel is 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 uh, is the sign, right? And so it's like. It's like it was. It was everywhere. It was in everything that 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 all of those cultures and that place in the world were doing. It was imbued within all of that. And then, because of Christianity and because of the puritanical stuff that started to happen, everyone had to extricate themselves from it in yes. order not to be, or maybe not everyone, but a lot of peoples thought like, "Well, we have to separate ourselves from that part of us." Because we can't be seen as being magical or witchy or any of that because it's because we're having a hard enough time here anyways. <laughs> so like let's right. just like get rid of that whole thing or have it go underground. So what I'm hearing is is that astrology is hella black. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> yes, That's exactly. Also <laughs> Exactly. I also blame I'm that. Just, you know, we are the, the decolonizing <laughs> podcast. So, yes. you know, tip number one, yeah. astrology is hella black. Yeah. Yes, it's very black. Despite what you heard. <laughs> well, so my thing is like, why? Okay, so so let's do this chronologically. Mm. Okay, so now you have this resurgence, I guess, in interest right. in astrology. It's very popular now, yeah. um, especially among the millennial age group. Yeah. You know, but I'm also just curious about how it, I guess, why is there a lack of representation and visibility among astrologers or people who work? You already know the answer to that question. I do know the answer, <laughs> but the origins are literally yeah, that's, yeah. in Northern Africa and parts of the Middle East. Yeah. Where are the, or, you know, even this, this astrology, like this astrology is a, you know, and when I say this, I mean modern Western astrology is a distant, you know, grand whatever baby of that astrology. And so, mm, right. yeah, so, so how do all these things happen, right? Like white folks take it over and it, so white folks take it over in the 60s, well, really in like the spiritualist age of America, which is like the late 1800s. Right. And that, you know, there's this dude, Alan Leo, that also like popularizes astrology and sun sign astrology. So sun sign astrology was not like an emphasis before like a hundred and something years ago, or like really within the last like 80 years, it's become a huge thing. Whereas before mm -hmm. it's like, that's not the sun, whatever sign your sun was in is only a tiny part of, it's a important part but it's not the whole thing so what happens is Alan Leo comes along and boils it all down to a simple situation where people can digest it and then and then the printing press happens and so mm. all of a sudden sun sign astrology horoscopes become a thing and so then then stuff starts to get mass produced um, and then the 60s and 70s come along and there's the like white hippie revivalist kind of situation that's also trying to like understand psychology and, and healing and the new age and blah, blah, blah. And so they also conveniently co-opt and, and appropriate, misappropriate um, Eastern traditions. And so a lot of language like karma and a lot of like, you know, half-baked philosophies around reincarnation start to enter into the mix that becomes modern astrology. And so it, it. it gets watered down and it gets very, I would say, you know, unclear. And it's totally separate from the roots that I was talking about earlier. Absolutely. It, it, it occurs to me that way. Yeah. I think mm -hmm. my first, and then Erica, I think, what was, what did you say your first introduction into astrology was or the first image that you could conjure or remember about astrology? We were saying earlier, Miss Cleo. Miss Cleo. Right. But Miss Cleo was a but psychic. But Miss Cleo right. was like, that's the thing. She was, but she was also like a telephone TV infomercial like right. psychic. Right, right. Who yeah. was also scamming people out of money. She's an ancestor now, so. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Cleo, she's no longer, she's in the start. She's right in now. the start. <laughs> um, but, so, so we have that sort of, okay, so now you got the sort of spiritualist, populist kind of growth and in interest in the 60s mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and so and all now, those folks like all the yeah. like they're you know it's a it's so all those white folks that are doing that hippie thing and doing and that they're smoking, and they're getting in touch what's your and, yeah, yeah they're getting in touch with the shrooms yes and so mm -hmm. then they become the people that then 
a lot of them become the people that then proliferate astrology into the 70s and 80s, 90s, and early 2000s. And so that's why it feels so white, I think. And that's why yeah, astrology feels yeah. white. Feels very white. Yeah. Yes. Up until now. It wasn't, I think, yeah. And I think that's why a lot of, well, one, there is another intersection here too, yeah. is that you aren't just like, you know, this wonderful astrologer. You're also queer. Mm-hmm. You identify mm-hmm. as queer? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Queer. And gay. I, I think there's a lot of people that know, <laughs> yay, yeah. that a lot of people know mm-hmm. that about you. Because it's not just mm-hmm. white, it's also very, very heteronormative. And I've read, I've read horoscopes that have been like, yes, Sagittarius, you will find you the man. boy or the girl right. of your dreams. Right. You and your man are going to run right. off into the sunset if you're a girl. Or Like, they'll break that down in some, like, horoscope kind of thing. Right. Another intersection is access to wealth. Yes. Gender, of course, and yes. access to wealth. Because, yes. you know, I'll read some horoscopes and it's like, when you're remodeling your <laughs> home, like, don't sign the contract <laughs> with the cop. Like, Nick, I live in Flatbush in this apartment. Like, you mean don't sign right. my lease renewal? Like, you know, so it gets very, it gets very whitewashed. Yeah. It gets very co-op, co-opted. And so I think um, what's interesting to me, and then we'll move on, but what's interesting to me, um, especially about the New York Times article, because I do really want to know, your thoughts on that. What's interesting to me is that the the tone of the article was kind of uh-huh. like cynical, um, but in a very journalistic right. way. It's mm-hmm. almost like a protectionism. Yeah. That's how yeah. they write. Yes, but it's also mm-hmm. a protectionism, like that astrology is pseudoscience and that this journalist is lamenting the fact that all of these different publications, um, journalistic publications, are now starting to have astrologers mm-hmm. and columnists, and they're really into that for mm-hmm. the digital age. And so I feel like there's this, of course, there's this like growth in people's interest in astrology, but there's also this weird consumer capitalist Ayn Rand kind of return to the mm. enlightenment. Everything got to be able to be explained. Everything has to be able mm. to be reasoned um, mm. through science or it's not valid. And I feel like we have that too mm-hmm. among millennials. Um, and we also have people being mm-hmm. like, fuck that. But I think that there's been a huge departure mm-hmm. from Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. So moving more into mm-hmm. queer politics, even if folks don't necessarily mm-hmm. identify as queer. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying like, oh, there's a bunch of straight people queering identify of, as queer, yes. but the queering mm-hmm. of things mm-hmm. and looking outside of, oh, I don't actually have to have, you know, a picket fence and a minivan and get pregnant mm-hmm. when I'm 25. I get do all of these things and I think that's more right. visible because when I was a little girl I used to hang out in the uh, woods all the time and uh, pick berries and yeah. be super connected to like the trees and I, I didn't I didn't have right. the language for right. oh right. I'm right. a witch right. but then when I was just recently my friends are like oh I'm witchy what? and I'm like <laughs> what <laughs> like that's a thing like I honestly was like what is that and they're like you know you just connected mm-hmm. to other people I'm like well then motherfucker I've been a witch my whole life like yeah. I, I just didn't I want to say that so I, think, I also grew up in the woods and I really wish we could have I really out. wish I, I would have met you in the woods I stayed in the woods I used to be in the woods by myself my yeah. mother used to fuss at me she's like you're gonna mess up your legs you're gonna hate to wear a skirt when you get older <laughs> little bit she'd be completely naked everywhere <laughs> I'm good mom she's very proud <laughs> <laughs> I love it. but yeah i do think that there's been a major departure from those yeah because so now hor- right? it's horoscopes are tre- astrology yeah. is trendy how do you feel about that chani how do you feel about the damn new york times article i read it as cynical kind of like throwing shade at astrology i think white people We're are protective on their aim of our time i'm still like white people are getting on their aim rand and i think it's like you know, consumer capitalism, every All man the for themselves. They really get All the time. Right? All the time. Mm. So what do you think about it? You know, it was like, I don't, I never expect anything from those articles. I don't expect them to respect the craft. I don't re- expect them to really do much research. I don't know. I don't expect, I, you know, like I've been, I don't know, Erica and both of you, it's like, how many times have you been in a publication where, you feel completely misrepresented and misquoted and misunderstood. Every day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's most of my job is to controlling that mess. It's so, so frustrating, totally right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's super frustrating. And it feels like there's nothing. literal nothing. nothing except for have a yeah. social media outlet and say something else. Yeah. So at least we have that, right? Because right? before it was only those publications yeah. and they ruled everything. And so 
I don't know. I don't really, I don't really, I don't really spend a lot of time on it. I'm like, okay, I was in the New York Times, you know, good. It's my name somewhere there. And all those people that are also named work really, really, really hard on everything they do. And so even if the mm -hmm. publication's not getting anything about what we do, it's like, oh, well, <laughs> I don't know. I can't, I can't really care that much about it. I just have to get back to work. Period. So speaking of work, the, the article did dub you, and I think a lot of people dub you as this, but you can clear it up, as the social justice right. astrologer. And I, that <laughs> monitor weird. is weird to me in the sense that it's like, yeah. we should be the social, right? we should all be, be talking about this. Talk, I mean, I don't think it's, it's like a No, a, a it's title. like, you mm -hmm. mean I, someone cares about being human and having other humans exist beside them right. and some right. sort of right. and I'm writing I'm writing two other humans of course I'm going to talk about what they may be dealing with as well which I hope is you as well <laughs> I mean you know what I mean it's not a fuck we shouldn't be fucking allotted for being humans and doing something like remotely compassionate I don't know like it just seems like why wouldn't everybody, isn't everybody, what are you talking? I don't know. It doesn't, it's kind of, um, it, it makes me feel sad that if, if it's true, then it makes me feel sad that there's not more of it or whatever. But I don't think that that's true necessarily. So how do you balance being an astrologer and being political? Because I think sometimes astrology is apolitical by its design. <laughs> Unfortunately. I, but it's about well, people, I mean, but it's, you know, well, like astrology well, is about the correlation between yeah. events on the earth that are pretty much human made and what's happening in the sky. So how could anyone divorce the, their own politics out of that? Like how, it doesn't, it doesn't make, it doesn't equate to me. So I, I, I've never, like, how could I not bring my full opinion or full self to the thing that I do that is so much about how humans are trying to work and figure each other out. Um, how could we not pull into that systems of inequity and systems of power and system structures yeah. that we live within? It is nonsensical. It's like talking about, you know, uh, it's, it's talking about like a shell in the ocean without mentioning the sharks. <laughs> like it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't make any sense Period. to me. So I, I, I've never not, I, you know, I always say this, but I started writing uh, and I always wrote in my own, you know, voice. And I thought, no one ever's ever going to read this. But I just had to write it to get it out because I felt like if I didn't start writing, it would explode. And so I just started writing. And you know, the two things I'm passionate about are, are, you know, how it inequity, social justice, however you want to say it, like how we're living with each other on the planet and astrology. And so I thought, oh well, <laughs> people will think I've, you know, lost it, but here we go. I'll just write it anyways. Yeah. And so, and so, yeah. So it's, you know, it was something, obviously other people are like looking for a way to contextualize grief and pain and trauma and like the situations that we're in. And so astrology can be one of those, can be one of the things that can hold it with us, but it's never going to do the work for us. You know, it's not an answer, but it's a way of holding something if it works for you. So inside of those non-answers, <laughs> but rather directed, what are you, you know, without giving the horoscopes of every, you know, horoscope um, for the year, but what are you envisioning for 2018? I mean, what do I, like, how do I see 2018 rolling out? It's a lot about resources. Mm, is that even a fair question? It's a lot about who gets control of the resources and how much control is taken from us and what that mm. fight looks like and, and, and also like how manipulated we'll allow ourselves to be in terms of our security issues. So issues, issues of security are real. Like, you know, we need we need clothes, we need food, we need air, we need all those things. It's not like, a, you know, a psychological problem we've got, but, got but, and there's like, how will the powers that be, um, be using those very like, you know, common human psychological factors against us? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm. Hmm. 
totally clear. Mm-hmm. Sometimes the thing when I read, yeah, things, whatever. I don't know you, how's that gonna look. It doesn't sink. It doesn't sink in <laughs> until it happens. So right now I'm present to what you said. I heard what you said, but I'm just like, yeah. oh, I guess yeah. I'll see it when it happens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't know if that's for other people too. But I, I, I do. I'll be like, I read okay. my horoscope, and I'm like, okay. And then by the end of the week, I'm like, oh shit. Somebody said that the shit was going to happen. I didn't like it was pay attention or take different action. I think it was something from like two years ago. And it was like, you're going to have hella problems with your family. And I was like, nah, we all are generally cool. Everything is great. And I'm like, oh, shit. Yes, motherfuckers, man. Like, this is crazy. I have a problem with my family. They're, they're the focal point in my universe at this point. Um but like, I guess that is another question I have is that how do you think or how do you think people should relate to their horoscopes? Because that's something that I think you have yeah. shared memes about. And I've seen other people with memes that's like, you know, now that Mercury is at a retrograde, you could go back to like being responsible for the trauma or whatever the <laughs> the mess that you caused. Um, yeah, like I am a stranger writing to other strangers about right. things that might impact you like if some part of it resonates with you, great. Like, and m- probably 70% of it won't or 80 or 90, mm-hmm. you right. know, maybe one week, everything will, but it's not, it's like, it's just meant as like a tarot card or like a, mm. or like a, or like a, you know, greeting card. It's like, Ooh, sometimes they really, you know, like I'm trying to help unpack something. I'm trying to help unpack the rhythms of how things might be unfolding, but if I don't use the right words or if I don't use the right phrasing, it, it's probably not going to connect with how it's working for you. And so mm-hmm. maybe next week I'll be able to pull out the right phrasing for you and, and connect with what I'm trying to get across. But I'm all, I, you know, 90% of the time I'm just like, hey, you're great, but also do your work. And, right. yeah. um, you know, love, love you. <laughs> Pour right. some love on the people. Um, Period you know, ask folks to be accountable for themselves and, you know, also inspire. And I want to, you know, it's, I'm, I'm always like talking to a part of myself too. So it's like, what did I need to hear? You know, when I was going through this thing or, mm. you know, when someone's really like, just like they're drained, what do they need to help them remember how to take care of themselves or, you know, when I was really lost and lonely, what did I, what were the things that pulled me through and like, how, Mm. how might I be able to like give someone a sentence that can remind themselves of their own connection to their life source and that generative supportive energy and power that is, I think, available to everything. Mm. And then I think horoscopes aside, like the actual, aside from the actual written part, mm. is your your horoscope. Mm. And my 13-year-old, 14, I keep saying she's 13, but my yeah. 14-year-old sister, you know, uh. I came home this Christmas and she was like, Erica, I'm an Aries, so that makes <laughs> sense that I get frustrated with my mom. And I was like, girl, what? <laughs> If that helps you. (laughs) I've never talked about horoscopes. And then she was, you know, looking at Ebony being a Gemini and me being a Sagittarius and how we are all together as friends. You know, those Pinterest things that just be combining different horoscopes. I feel that sometimes people, and then I told her about, you know, your blog and I said, you should be reading your horoscope every week. And she had no idea. Uh, But what was interesting to her was that she could learn more about herself through this, you know, this idea. It was like revealing to her, like, oh, makes sense. It was a validate. It was so validating. And I think that a lot of people, you know, find validation in their horoscope, but then it can also be another place of, um, I guess you could say, yeah, depend, yeah, yeah, for sure. Say more about that. Yeah. Well, it's just like nothing should be, nothing should hold that much for you, you know, outside of yourself, I don't think. Mm -hmm. So like, it's really great to have sources. Oh, that's a Christian. <laughs> I'm myself one of them. I'm myself one of them. Don't y'all come for me. Yeah. I am one of y'all. I'm coming peace. I'm coming peace. Oh my God. Yeah, but if you're too if you're too reliant on anything outside of yourself, then there's a, you know, you got a situation. But what are you left with? Yeah, like, exactly. I, I don't wanna I mean I want to rely on everything else but myself. Mm. <laughs> no, no, you don't. The second that you do something messed up, you're like, but I'm a Gemini, babe. And I'm like, uh-uh. 
I, well, that's what I'm saying. Get like, I want the this. dependency because what am I then left with? It's like responsibility. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I think to a certain degree, humans are autonomous. But once again, my Christian mm-hmm. Buddhist call to Islam beliefs allow me to believe that we just don't have complete autonomy over our life. Damn, the stars got more autonomy over my life than I do. I think that's how we want it to be. I don't think that that's actually true. Well, I think it's like you're in, like, the astrology tells you, like, what situation you're in, but then you have a choice in that situation to, to whatever degree you do. Got it. That's, okay. You know? Got clear. It. Like, if yes. you're in a certain neighborhood, they're going to have certain resources and certain a certain culture and a certain, like, tone in that place that you're in. And so within that context, you have certain choices available to you. And then in a different context, a different neighborhood, a different context, a different part of the world, you have different resources mm-hmm. and different, uh, you're in a different climate. So then my question to that is, what is the best neighborhood? The best <laughs> <laughs> For you? <laughs> yeah, so we're going to get, so, so I do, I have, um, So back to what you said generally about 2018, about resources. Mm -hmm. So my thing is, in what ways has astrology been co-opted into mainstream consumer capitalism? And how can astrology be used to kind of dismantle such oppressive systems? Mm -hmm. Um, Because if if astrology, according to what you're saying, is, you know, an observations of cultural and social and physical shifts Mm -hmm. in our world, in human um, interactions, all those different things like... How can astrology really, I guess, be weaponized in a way? <laughs> I hate that word. But how can astrology be used? I mean, I just feel like there's a lot of money that's being made in astrology. And I also feel like there's apps now and shit. You got algorithms to, like, churn out the, the horoscopes. I mean, it's it's, it's in, institutionalized and it's enterprising. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so in what ways do you see that? And how can astrology be used to kind of address that something as big as that? Well, you know, it's just a, it's just a tool. So it's, it's, it's the person using it. So how do we, how do we, how do we dismantle that in ourselves or how do we, you know, it's like, it's just a system of knowledge, but it, it's being used like everything else is being used. And so it's being utilized for, you know, the, the, Ma- like mass consumption and just and for the as it, people are just trying to get as much as they can out of it right so, so how do you stay unbought into <laughs> the system of you know read my horoscope and then uh, you know it. make an app out of uh, it wham bam wham bam thank you wham bam here's your life distilled I think it's fake but I'm gonna yeah you know exploit people's yeah. sort of vulnerability around yeah. the things that they can't explain uh, I wanna make yeah I mean I, I have no not, interest in doing that so yeah. you know I yeah. you know it's like I I came with I came to it thinking no one would ever care or read about it. I came to it mm-hmm. never expecting to make a living out of it. I came to it mm-hmm. because of a, I, you know, when I was 12, I got an astrology reading and I felt like someone was speaking a language that I knew, but no one had spoken to me in, in this, you know, mm-hmm. in my, in my life. And so it was like, astrology to me is like this, it's like, it sounds bizarre, but it's, I'm sure you understand as creative people, it's like a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's like a possession. It's like a, I don't feel like it's, it's not something that I've chose on my own. It was something that literally harassed me in my sleep, in my dreams, in voices, you know, until I did it. And so until I like worked with it, I was being like, you know, planets would come to me at night and like, they're not very friendly. <laughs> so like I would have these voices that would come and like, tell me things. They tell me to look up things. They tell me things about themselves. And they, they, it, it was, um, it was like a jarring experience and it, it kept happening. And so it was almost like I was haunted by it mm-hmm. until I allowed wow. it to work itself through me. And so it's, you know, I get caught up in my own, in, cause I'm a human and I'm, I have, you know, all, I have all the things I have greed. I have all the things, you know, love. I have, 
yeah, lizard, I have it all in me. And so I get caught up in the, in the mechanism of it, of being human. Mm-hmm. Yes. But the, but the, but the work itself is not me. Like I, I have, I show up and let it come through me, but it's not, it's not, vessel. yeah, it's, I can't take response. I have I feel very much like, well, this is what it wants to do. And so it's going to do this. <laughs> so I have to yeah. like build the structure and the stamina up to serve it. But, um, it's, it's not from that place for me. So I, it, that, you know, it's like, I don't, it's not, even a thought. It's not mm-hmm. you know, I have to like, yeah, I have to pay the rent and do all those things, but, um, I just want people to, ha- to have access to it and to do what they need to with it. And if it's, I just want it to be useful. And if it's not useful, I want people to find what is useful for them as quickly as possible. Wow. That's super touching. Because we all need to you heal. Know, you know, you know, this is head rap to head rap. So we talk a lot of black, <laughs> a, a lot about black people and hood based epistemologies. And what we would say to that in East Oakland is, is it's not on you, it's in you. Yes. <laughs> That's what You're we would say. It's not on you. It's Johnny, not on us, it's in not us. Yeah. Cool. Um, that's, that's just what we say. Um, oh, God. It's what is the other thing that y'all say? Each one, teach one, reach one. And that's also what Johnny said. Each one, teach one, reach really? one. Really? And I didn't yeah. believe that they actually said that in Oakland, but then I was talking to Ebony's cousin yesterday, and she said it. <laughs> It's just each one. It's our epistemology. Oh, it's wow. our knowledge base. It's our where we come yeah. from. Yeah. Um, I have a funny yeah. story about that too. Yeah. It yeah. might peripherally have something to do with mysticism in some way. Yes. But so black people, especially <laughs> so if, if nobody knows, I'm from California, from Oakland, California. So there's this thing that happened in this country called the Great Migration. Yes. Where all the black people in the South was like, after mm. reconstruction period, like, mm, it's hella racist still after everybody was free. We're gonna just leave because it's so bad. Um, we're going to actually literally like try to leave. Mm-hmm. So a mass, um, hun- upwards of hundreds of thousands of black people living in America started to move from the South toward the West and toward the North and toward the Midwest. So a lot of people who are from California, we have family from the South. So what I didn't realize is that people from the South, especially black people, they're hella witchy and they're hella with the shits when it comes to like, their beliefs mm-hmm. and their superstitions as mm-hmm. Christian and Baptist and all mm-hmm. that they want to front as they are. Mm-hmm. They still be, you know, not splitting a pole and fucking spitting on brooms or somebody mm-hmm. sweep their foot. They do all of that. So I had an interaction with Erica this mm-hmm. New Year because mm-hmm. um, I, I called my mom and I was like, um, when can I wash clothes? And she was like, oh, yeah, you can't wash today. And I was like, OK, I'm just making sure I got the date right. And what you say, Erica? I was like, why are you asking what mm. day? Like, I thought y'all had a washer dryer in your house. You could wash any day. <laughs> and, and then I said, you're not supposed to wash clothes on New Year's Day. You'll wash your blessings away. <laughs> and, I, and since the day that I was a child, mm. just a baby, I've never, never washed clothes on New Year's Day. And I'm 27 mm-hmm. years old. Wow. So uh, years and years of it. traditions. So I'm really, yeah, I mean, black eyed peas and cabbage. Oh, yeah, we it's make like, the black eyed peas and cabbage. We did the whole shebang. I mean, that, but that's tradition. Like, it's it's spiritual. Like, mm-hmm. this it means, is spiritual. This means money. And what's the, the cabbage is money. And then the beans are, oh, uh, I can't remember now. Somebody will come. Somebody will come black and tell peas, us. Black eyed peas, come tell us what the black eyed peas I think black eyed pe- the black eyed peas is like the people or something. I don't know. No, it's like unity or softness. It's in my phone. I'll find it. Right, because black eyed peas is soft. Got it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. so that so that's kind of where I am <laughs> with my knowledge base and my spiritual beliefs. Um, so is astrology so Johnny, let's get some basic things out there. Number one, is astrology a, like a belief yeah. system? Or what differentiates it from a belief system? And is it psychology and how does do people not like astro- like astrologers not like psychology or psychologists don't fuck with astrology? Is there a weird Oh, I talk there? about astrology all the time in my therapy sessions. I tell my therapist on a regular basis that I am uh, going to come for all the Geminis. Because uh, <laughs> I have access to one that's not the access code. And she's all, my therapist is a Gemini. Okay. Is she understand? Yep. And she said, she was like, oh we're God, not all bad, Erica. It's all right. I'm like, uh uh-uh. uh. Okay. So that's cute. So, Chani, what's the relationship there? And, and so, uh, is we, is it a system of belief? Can I believe this? I don't know. I mean, 
So uh, the psychology and astrology merged again mm -hmm. in the last like hundred years, right? So Jung took a liking to it, was like, what, it was like, this is bullshit. And then was like, actually, let me look into it. And then he looked into it and was like, oh, there's something to this. And then he talked a lot about it. And so a lot of people took Jungian psychology and and infused their astrology with it, which of course becomes all sorts of weird gendered and, you know, the, the, um, anima, animus, very like male, female kind of paradigm stuff. So that starts to really infuse astrology. And so it gets very, um, uh, cis normative because of that, uh, in, in the last, again, like a hundred years or so. And so that's, that's the only psychological, mm -hmm. astrological correlation in, we're, and we're talking like, if we're talking the whole history of astrology, we're talking 4,000 years. So before that, it was never about psychology. It was never about your psyche or your personality, really. It was about the condition of your life. And so we looked at the astrological chart to see like, what's the, what is the strength of this person's mm -hmm. life force in them? And what might be the obstacles to them succeeding at their aim? And then, of course, what is this, what is this yeah. chart's aim? Like, what is it aiming for? Where, where is it going? Or what's the, what's the interest of it? And who, like, what planets are guiding this life? And what does that mean? So again, each planet has certain qualities and certain temperaments and certain um, characteristics, but yeah. not, like, psychological characteristics. And so, um, so that you look and see, like, you know, it was, it was very like, is this person going to live or not? Is this person going to survive? Because of course, we're also talking about a time when, you know, things were just different. People didn't live that long. And you're, you know, a lot of times you, if you had a, if, depending on where you were, like your, you know, family wealth would be passed down through the male line. And so you wanted to make sure like people were going to be able to survive, you know, like can this person get married or, you know, all those kind of very, um, uninteresting really to us <laughs> this time, uh, questions. And so it was really about how this person was going to navigate through the treacherous ter terrain of life and, you know, mm -hmm. astrology for most of it. <laughs> and, and for most of this, you know, most of its history, it's like, it's it's not it's it's not trying to help a human being like self realize or anything lofty like that. Yeah, for the people in the back. For the people in the back. For the people in the back. It's just trying That's to figure it. out how it's to not, survive. Self actualization. Self -realize, okay? Come on now. You self actualize. It's not mass love. Now, yeah. we're gonna. So, Johnny, now we're gonna get into some of the dumb questions <laughs> that people always ask. What's the difference between it's the sun? It's not dumb, babe. That's not it's dumb. Not dumb it's just elementary. That's all. No, it's not even elementary. It's like I don't barely understand it, but we all act like we understand it. I'd so, what's the difference between the, the sun, the moon, and the rising? <laughs> okay, so this is a great question. So the rising sign is the sign that's lift, that's literally coming up over the eastern horizon. So the spot where sunrise happens is always there's always some there's always a new piece of sky every couple minutes rising up from our vantage point on earth. Of course the sky's not new, it's just how we're rotating. But that marker, so the moment you take your first breath, you look to the eastern horizon to see what sign is rising there and that sign tells us and if any planets are there, it tells us so much about the person's physical um, manifestation. So the spirit's kind of manifestation into the body in a sense. And so that tells us a certain quality. It also gives us the planet that rules the person's, a big piece of the person's mm. kind of success mm. in life. Um, and so it's a lot about body. It's a lot about personal vehicle. It's a lot about, um, it, it's a lot about one's life, um, life potency in a sense depending on what's happening over at that spot in the sky and then the sun is the is the like illuminating life force so it's it there was a thought in some of the kind of ancient astrologers that um each one of us got a spark of consciousness and that spark of consciousness was from the divine so the from the divine mind of creation each one of us mm -hmm. is given like a little kind of light and so it's related to the light of of that kind of whatever it is that illuminates life mm -hmm. in the, in this existence and so that's like our our uh modern astrology calls it like your main kind of personality but it's really again another place of life that's like is if the sun is really quote unquote like if it's um if it's up against a lot of really big obstacles and there might be something that's difficult for that life to to try to make 
make mm -hmm. itself kind of known in the world. And then the moon is the reflection of the light of the sun. And so it's the reflection of the of the soul's purpose. And so it's, love? again, it's, it's <laughs> very much, it's the body. It's, it's how our, again, it's like, so if the sun is like the central force of life then the moon reflects that light and embodies it. And so it's our physical body. It's the body of the person that birthed us and the body of the person that birthed them. And so it's in a way, it's like our, it's like our it holds our DNA in a sense. And so you can look at the family line and especially um, of the bodies and the people that we come from in a sense, like on that kind of physical way. And it's also our way of feeling secure and safe in the world. But it's, it's again, our way of like also shedding light on something. It's reflecting the light of the sun. So it's how we unpack our life purpose in a daily mm. way. Life purpose is a huge thing. Like, why are we here? I don't know. It's this massive thing. But let me like get coffee. Let me wake up in the morning right. and like <laughs> have a shower and get a cup of coffee and and like you know I don't know write an Instagram post or something. Whatever I do each day. Like, if I'm a scorpio like, moon, I just want to have sex in the morning. Or is that how it can be interpreted? <laughs> no, that's a Taurus moon. Okay. And then go to fire your enemies. I don't know. <laughs> But to do something, you know, if you have a Scorpio moon, then you're going to want to do something that's, like, real and raw and has a lot of power to it and is going to, like, make people feel something. And You know, it's like the way in which you live out your life purpose might be really intense to other mm. people, but not for you. You know what I mean? It's all like we're all our own little universe, so we we operate in our own style, but to other people, they'd be like, oh my, God, how do you do that? Am I a Scorpio? We're just like, what do you mean? I'm just being me. <laughs> yeah, I'm Aquarius rising. I think you are. That resonated. Mm -hmm. Okay, because you started yeah. to get the spirit a little bit. Be quiet, Ebony. Okay, Chani, I just thought of it. <laughs> it gets on my nerves, truly. I thought of asking you some random questions. <laughs> Real quick, because you always get questions about yeah. astrology. And this whole time, this 58 minutes has been all about astrology. So random questions. We're going to go quick and just use the first thing. Yeah, Are you an empath? Yeah. Oh, we were going to talk about empath, too. What the hell? What is what an are, empath? What, are, what is an empath? Everybody that's abused to be talking about that. Oh. <laughs> What's an empath? Yeah, what is an empath? Let me tell you about the exes I've had that told me that they're an empath. But don't feel shit okay. when they doing what they're right, doing yeah, to you. Right. <laughs> Right, right. Hello. right. How empathic is that? Do you do astrology? Yeah. I feel like that those things kind of intersect I, yeah. a little bit. I mean, it's like I don't know. When you're teaching, Erica, do you feel like you're tracking the emotional temperament Absolutely. of the people that you're in the room with? Yeah. And then when I finish, I get yeah. completely exhausted. It's like because a, it's way more than me speaking. Oh my love. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Am I an educational you really empath? through everybody's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I, think oh you're, I think you're a witch. This <laughs> is straight up. <laughs> oh, okay, God. last astrological question. Oh, my God. Ever. What the hell is Mercury retrograde? Because oh, right. ain't that my ruling planet? I'm a Gemini. No, Mars uh, is my ruling Yeah, that's my ruling planet. Yeah. And we just get... <laughs> So Mercury goes retrograde a lot because it's really close to the sun. And so any the planets that orbit really close to the sun appear to go retrograde more often than the ones that are further away from the sun. And so Mercury appears to go backwards in the sky three times a year. Um, and so it's a, like a very common event. And it's part of Mercury was, you know, known as the messenger and as an mm -hmm. underworld kind of underworld and upper world kind of figure. So it goes everywhere. So it, it goes down into the lower realms, goes up into the upper realms and gathers the information and spreads it around. Um, and so it's just like this, this process of like we do all the time, like make three steps forward and then two steps back. We have to review, wait a minute, what was I doing? What did I say? Oh yeah. Okay. I get the thing and then go forward again. It's kind of like that, but you know, happens yeah. a couple times a year. Oh, it's well, really not that big of a deal. We're going to continue it's making it a big deal. But it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's a big ass deal. <laughs> all right, Erica, get into this the This is where we ignore Johnny. It's a big deal. It's a huge deal. Y'all, I'm making a big deal about this year, retrograde. <laughs> Oh, my life is falling apart. It's yeah. retrograde. That's a nice way to stoke yeah. people. <laughs> yes. In touch with you. All right. Questions that are not about astrology. Okay, you ready? Yeah. Yellow or green? Yeah. yeah. Lavender or peppermint oil? Green. <laughs> <laughs> 
Listen, if it's been a hard week, I'm like right. drenched in peppermint yes. oil. Yeah. You know why. Dogs or cats. We did this. Yeah. Good answer. Swimming Dogs. pool or beach? <laughs> Clothes or shoes? Beach. <laughs> you can wow. only have, you can only choose one. <laughs> well, I hate wearing shoes. Whitney Houston so or Celine Dion? Trick question. Yeah. Whitney. Exactly. I mean. Oh my god. <laughs> the quickest okay, one. So I we do want to leave space because you have gigs coming up that people can sign up for and spend time with you. Oh, am I making that up? Well, you do have your 2018 year ahead of you. Yeah, let's talk about it. I'm a year ahead, yeah. If people want to learn, if people want to learn about where the planets are moving through their chart, then I take them through a workshop of like learning about that and what that might mean. And we do reflective questions and um, there's a little meditation in it. And I just, I try to help people to what I really, my main interest in life is to not be somebody who tells you what's going on, but to give you the tools so that you can bear witness to the impact that the planets are having on your life in and of yourself with, in conversation with me and other astrologers. But I want you to have the tools so that you don't feel like somebody else has more power than you do. I want you to, you know, if you're interested in it and it strikes your fancy, then I want to be, give you access to how this stuff works. Cause it, in all, you know, it really is, there's a lot of very simple things you can learn that can be really informative. So where can we find that? So I guess that's, and that's, maybe that's, uh, uh, when you asked me earlier about how I'm trying to like not be part mm-hmm. of that whole thing, maybe that's how. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be your answer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be like, that's, I don't have it for you. I don't know, yeah. you know, but here's the info. And do you find a correlation with yourself? Does anything here resonate? And if so, you know, like, let's unpack some of that with you. Chani, just say each you, one, though. teach one, reach one. Just say it for me. <laughs> just say it. Just say it right quick. <laughs> Yes. You want me to say it now? Each one, each one, reach. What is it? Each one, see. I got it messed up. Oh, your country accent. Nobody can. (laughs) So, where can we find uh, this information? Where can people go and check that out? You can go to my website, C-H-A-N-I-N-I-C-H-O-L-A-S. I don't know exactly what it is. Yeah. Just put in C-H-A-N-I. Look at that, Google. Google. Perfect. You put my name in all this. My ex-wife comes up. I need to work on this. Okay, Chani. I know. How do you clear that stuff? I need it cleared. Ebony manager. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm getting the SEO search get in, engine optimization. Getting everything going. Yes. I am not that bad. That I'm good. a Gemini. Yeah. I'm uh, intelligent. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. I'm an excellent communicator and I'm de- and I'm tenacious. I can do anything. I talk here. a lot. Johnny, um, <laughs> what's your most? So we're gonna we're gonna cap it here. But we wanna know. I thought yeah. of a question. What's something that you are envisioning okay. for yourself? In 2018, what's something that you are manifesting and affirming for yourself? Um, and to, I know you do this for others every day, um, but what's if you something want yeah. to share? If you, you would like to share, to share it, it's um, it, yeah. something shareable. Yeah. So, I know it's pretty personal for all of us, but yeah, it's something you well, one thing, one thing I can say is that you know, like both of you, and like probably every single person who's listening, I've just got mm. too much on my plate. And so what I hope to do is I hope to do the work and enjoy it as much as I possibly can and mm. be present for it be, and be present for the moments in between and to be present with my wife and to be present with my friends. And I just hope to be more present to like the beauty that is in my life and not to get lost in the to do's because they're just incredible. Yes. Like again, for all of us. And so like, I just, I've, I, so I want to appreciate, I want to actively appreciate what I've got as much as I actually yes. do appreciate it. And I forget to all the time. And so I, I just want to, I want to be here for it. I don't want to, I don't want to miss out on it because yes. mm-hmm. it goes so fast, you know, life just clips along at such a fast pace. 
So I want, I want, I just want more time. And so the only way I know how to get more time is to slow down in the moments mm-hmm. that I've got as much as I can. And I want yeah, to see man. you all Ebony more. is glaring at me. Folks like glaring, you know, glaring like... at me. Tap me on my knee <laughs> as you were speaking. I never thought I would get in trouble as you were saying what you are manifesting for your 2018. I'm just saying. It's God. each one, each one. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> oh, I totally get it. Yeah. And I, I want to thank you both for, for the, the podcast, having me on, but also just the podcast in and of thank itself. You. I love it so much. I love listening to you both and the work and that you put in and just every, you know, all, everything that you put into everything you do is so um, felt and received. And um, I just want to give you gratitude. Thank you, for honey it. bear. <laughs> Gemini Sag power <laughs> you better get you, if you're a Sagittarius get your Gemini if you're a Gemini get your Sagittarius we work excellent as a team we're really good she balanced me out a little bit yeah. she's really blunt but I'm also blunt so it doesn't hurt my feelings yes it and does and then it does and then I'll lie and right. intellectualize about how it doesn't hurt my feelings and yeah and that's our podcast right. yeah. thanks Tony right <laughs> All right, y'all. So this we has been our so appreciate we you. Love you. We love you we love so you. much. Love we you. We really we are manifesting you. you more t- 2018 times. Yes. yes, I'll be in LA in February. Come, yes. let's go. Let's get together. Oh my let's goodness. Get- yes, I don't Please even remember. February 23rd okay. for the Create and Cultivate yeah. Conference. I'm giving y'all some free promo. Create and Cultivate. <laughs> Headline yes. by none other than Kim, Kim Kardashian. Kardashian West. I better meet her. Oh my goodness! This is gonna be incredible. incredible. I think it's gonna be my women's march equivalent. What you gonna say when you meet her? Oh my god, I love you. I love that you're topless. I love you. If she says it, I'll die. I literally would just literally. (laughs) Your breasts look so nice. They look so natural. Who is your plastic surgeon? We can I totally cannot wait for this. I mean, I've had it. <laughs> oh my god! I cannot wait. I mean, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be. We love it. I can't wait for Create Ultimate. Yes.